Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, my friend, truth bombs is going to be our topic this go around. Hopefully uh, your world is not too shaken. Uh, whenever you get some truth bombs dropped in your lap, we've all had that happen. Uh, certainly, again, you could say 2020 is full of those. But when it comes to a financial side and a personal side, you got to get hit with some of this information. And maybe you find this out when you go to visit with an advisor and you finally start to actually get a plan in place and you learn that some of the things you've heard or just kind of assume or go with or general rules of thumb or whatever the case might be, maybe isn't exactly what you need. And it's a bit of a truth bomb. So I got a few of the biggies for you. Break them down for us. Bonds aren't always as great for retirees as a lot of retirees think. Yes, that's it. That is a truth bomb because when I explain this to people, and we do this in our classes, the uh, the six hour educational classes that we um, take people through at U Simpson College and Des Moines Area Community College, and when I get to this area of bonds, almost everyone comes up afterwards and says, "Wow, I didn't know that." I just thought they were, you know, safe things. Well, a bond is, at the heart of it, you have to think about this, a bond is a loan. You're loaning money to some entity. Now, whether that be a corporation or whether that be a governmental agency, you're giving them your money and then they're going to give you interest. They're going to pay you interest on that money and at some point in the future, they're going to give your money back. Okay? That sounds all great. So I have, you know, I'm going to make, let's say, 4% interest. I give them $10,000. I'm going to get $400 in interest. And then at the end of the term, let's say it's 10 years, I get my $10,000 back and I've made this interest. And so the interest is income I could use to spend in retirement. Meanwhile, my principal is what we call, I don't want to say protected. That's a hard word because it's based on the claims paying ability of whoever you owe the money to, right? You loan money $10,000 to a friend of yours, your claims paying ability is if he's able to give the money back, right? Yeah, right. So <laughs> same thing with any, anytime you loan money to somebody, it's based on their claims paying ability to get it back to you. So, but the interesting thing what's happened to bonds lately. Now, back in the past, that's how they worked, you know, stocks and bonds. Those are two things. You move more to bonds, less stocks, the older that you got. Well, companies all of a sudden started putting in these features, making them callable. So what it means when a bond is callable, it's just like you when you want to refinance something, right? Let's say you had a mortgage and you're paying 5% interest and now you can get 3% interest. So what that makes economic sense, doesn't it? Go and refinance that mortgage and pay less in interest and pay it off sooner too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, companies right. want to do the same thing on money they're borrowing from you. If they can, instead of paying you 4%, if they only have to pay you 2% now, well, they're going to do that. So they'll call your bond back. Well, now if you're a retiree and you have your lifestyle kind of set up for this income you think you were getting, let's say for the next 10 years or so, well, all of a sudden the income gets cut in half because why? They call the bond back and you have to go redeploy that at today's current interest rates. That's a challenge and interest rates are incredibly low right now. The other thing about bonds is most people don't invest in bonds, they invest in bond funds, which Mm -hmm. is a collection of bonds. Right. And so that bond fund has two components to it. It's coupons, it's just the cash it's receiving from those dividends or the interest that the people are paying for the loan. And 
it's also got the appreciation of the bond because the bonds will change in value based on where interest rates are. It's like a teeter-totter. One side's up, the other side's down. So if interest rates are down, the value of that bond is up. Well, that appreciation can go away pretty quickly because if interest rates change, it goes away. But also this bond's held to maturity that does that goes away. You only get it if you sell the bond. So a lot of people look at bond funds and say, oh, well, this bond fund made 6% last year. Well, that's great. I want to make 6% on my money and then my money is safer. Well, how much of it was coupons and how much of it was appreciation? Let's say the coupons were 3%. The other 3%, was appreciation, which is not is fictitious. So we call one cash and one hope. Hmm, you want okay. your you want to have hope for your plan, right? But you don't want your plan to be based on hope, right? Right? No. You want to be based on on hard numbers. Hope so is not that's a strategy the thing type bonds. of thing. Yeah, right. You need to really understand how bonds work, and then there's alternatives to bonds which work very well, or actually better. Um, and that's what we counsel our clients with: with better to bonds because we do know that you need to wean off of risk the closer you get to retirement or even in retirement. And so you need to find safer, smarter places to take income from. Okay. All right. So that's truth bomb number one, that bonds aren't always as great for retirees as we have come to think. All right. I'm going to hop around a little bit on this list, just to just kind of watching our time a bit. Let me go to number three real fast. The hardest part, because I think this is really a, a great truth bomb to hit people with, Eric, is the hardest part of investing is really managing our own behavior and our own expectations. Absolutely. And I see this all the time, especially, you know, I meet people on, I, I belong to a golf course. And so I normally play with people I haven't met yet because I like one of some of the social aspects of golf. Sure. And, um, you know, people ask, you know, what do you do? And I say, well, I kind of work for somebody that's not that nice. And they go, what do you mean? It's like, well, I work for myself. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I have a financial planning firm. And they're like, oh, I bet you're having a tough year right here. And I'm like, well, no, not really. We're actually having a pretty good year because our clients have been counseled. And so, our clients followed our advice even during these darkest of times. And they're like, well, you know, I didn't hear from my guy during the whole time it was on fire in March. I'm like, well, that's, you're not working with the right people then. Right. And then talking this, um, there was a reporter that uh, had called and we were doing an interview over, it was over the stimulus check. So he was asking me some questions and then he asked, can I ask, ask you a question aside? And I was like, sure. He goes, you know, I'm putting money in this 401k. I just saw it go down and down and down. He goes, should I stop putting money into that? I'd rather, you know, pay off bills and that kind of stuff. I'm like, that's what you think. You think, you know, I should stop putting in because it's going down. But if you think about this, that's the best time you should be putting in because you're buying it while it's cheaper. And this person was, you know, late 20s. I'm like, you got so much time ahead of you that this will eventually work its way back. So you need to put as much as you can towards these things that you want to buy. They're going to be much higher value down the road. You know, just don't get discouraged right now. It's easy to get discouraged when things are going down. But that's actually counterintuitive while you're accumulating. You want to buy them on sale. So, yes, it's helping people manage that behavior to understand that in the future, you're going to need this stuff now. And if you can buy it cheaper now, it's better in the future. And if you now in the future, which you're now you're retired and you don't want the stuff to go down, there's better ways to do that as well. So, yeah, their own behavior is definitely the, the biggest thing. That's what we try to help people with is manage their behavior so that their plan will work for them. Yeah, I mean, I, and we're all, you know, we all know these, all these kinds of sayings, right? We're our own worst enemies and so on and so forth. So getting that behavior under control is going to be a huge deal. And, and that's, I'm sure that's probably a pretty big truth bomb to a lot of people when you have to sit them down and say, okay, look, we've got to get this part of your thinking under control. I, I'm sure that's not you know always the easiest thing to hear, but that's why you're working with an advisor to kind of fix the things that you maybe can't do on your own. Because maybe you are an expert in whatever it is that you do, and that's my next truth bomb. Whatever it is, like you've got it down pat, right? You know what's you know you know it inside now. 
but it doesn't necessarily make you an expert at everything, which my wife will certainly tell me I'm not. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to dealing with money, that really trips up a lot of people. Right. And they think that they they should be an expert. You know, I should understand this stuff and not necessarily. I mean, the tools are easy. It's easy to sign up for a 401k. It's easy to put money into an IRA. It's easy to buy investments. It's, that's not the hard part. But the hard part is planning, doing the planning piece of it. And so if you're not into that, then turn to somebody that is into it. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with turning to a professional in their arena. I tell clients all the time, they come in, I can walk into your job and do what you do. Because they're like, well, I'm just amazed you know all this stuff. I'm like, well, it's my job to know this stuff. And this is what I do. So I live and breathe is how to help my clients become successful. I don't know what you do. I couldn't walk in and do your job. I might, I might be able to rudimentary do something. I can flip on a light switch and turn on a coffee pot, you know, but I don't know about, you know, advanced inventory systems or, you know, <laughs> right, it, right. those types of things, right? Um, so you shouldn't really feel bad just because you don't understand the nuances of what we do because this is what we do. I take on more education now than I was doing. I was working on my master's degree. You know, Ed Slott, who's a mentor of mine, um, the IRA uh, guru of the country by the Wall Street Journal, I have to go twice a year and be educated by him over a couple of days Mm -hmm, on about all things IRAs and qualified plans. And so I take upon myself to grow so I can help my clients. If your person's not growing, if they're not getting educated, how are they going to bring any new ideas to you or avoid any, you know, complications that may come from changes in tax law, those types of things. So. I just put a lot of money into my education so that I can help my clients be successful with all the possibilities, all the changes that could come around down the road, especially around the areas of taxation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and of course, like anything, continuing education, continuing information is always a good idea. Even whenever you're on the investor side or when you're on the client side, you know, you may say, well, I don't want to know everything. I don't want to know all the nuts and bolts. Well, I use this analogy quite often, but pretty much most of us know how a car works. But it doesn't mean you want to understand how a combustion engine works, right? Or whatever Absolutely. the case is. You want to, you know, you know, you put gas in it. You know, you, you change the oil. You put wiper fluid in it. You know how to drive it, so on and so forth. But you don't really want to know the nitty gritty. Same kind of thing when it comes to your finances. You need to know the basics. But you know, and some folks want to learn more, and some folks don't, and that's okay. Uh, another truth bomb is you probably have more risk in your portfolio than you realize. I imagine you have to hit just about everybody with this one because I think we're probably more weighted that way than we realize. Right. And so what the last 10 years have probably caused is an out of balance in your portfolio, which means you probably have more allocated towards riskier assets such as stocks because they've been doing so well for such a long time. Right. And so when things like, you know, March of 2020 appear, all of a sudden you realize, oh my goodness, this could really, you know, I do have a lot of risk in my portfolio. I didn't realize that. So the rebalancing or also you're 10 years older. So think about that. You know, 10 years ago, it was 2010. Let's say you were 40 years old. You know, retirement was so far off. Now 2020, you're 50. And you're like, okay, I'm a lot closer. I'm in that retirement red zone. And now this is really starting to make, you know, this is an impact I see. So understanding the level of risk that you have, but then also understanding how much risk you need to take to make your plan work. So one of the things we take people through in our retirement readiness review is the CAN, capacity, attitude, and need. Capacity, how much can you lose in a year's time in the way your portfolio is currently positioned? What is your comfort level with risk? Taking through this attitude thing, it's a behavioral analytics tool. They'll score you from one to 99, We'll know what your score is, we'll know what your portfolio is, and see if they match. 
But then the need is the big one. How much return do I need to make my plan work? What kind of risk profile do I need? If your plan works comfortably, let's say at a 4 or 5% rate of return, that's a much different risk profile that needs to make 7 or 8. So understanding that can really help you frame around risk. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now, 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.